This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is sponsored by The Forward. Stay up to date with unlimited access to news, culture, and opinion all through a Jewish lens. And for our listeners, for 2NJB listeners, get six months of The Forward for only $10. That's 67% off. An exclusive subscription offer for our listeners, forward.com slash 2NJB, and get six months for 10 bucks. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com. What are we Hello, starting with? everybody. Let's start with telling people that after a long and productive few years, we parted ways with the Jewish Journal. Yes. And uh, we thank them so much. Yes, we really yeah. appreciate the collaboration, the partnership that we had with them. Yeah, and we set a path, <laughs> set on a path, a uh, new path with the forward. Yes. And they're very cool, and it's a good time to thank Danielle. Baron for hooking us up, helping us. Danielle, uh, always bring it in. Yeah, she's the best. And uh, and she writes for The Forward, so you should definitely check out her past articles and stay tuned. And the editor there is Rob Eshman, who yes. uh, we, of course, love and adore. Yes. Uh, so shout out to Rob and as well. And you got to follow his there. Instagram because he cooks some very... Amazing dishes. Very amazing yeah. Palestinian-Israeli j- dishes, like the Palestinian cuisine, the Israeli-Arab cuisine, the Jewish cuisine, all kinds of interesting fusion stuff. Anyway, so yeah. Check so them out. Check them out, out at theforward. Sorry, not theforward, forward.com. You can check them out at forward.com. And, guys, yes. really, uh, you get an amazing, an amazing exclusive offer for podcast listeners. Go to forward.com for our podcast, for our podcast listeners. Yeah. Forward.com slash 2NJB. Forward.com slash 2NJB. And you get 67% off of the first six months. So yeah. you basically get six months for 10 bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah. What do you mm. spend 10 bucks on? You spend like 10 bucks on. The holidays on like are coming up. Two meals at McDonald's. Not even. Not even. I feel like one meal at McDonald's costs 10 bucks today. So are you going to get a meal at McDonald's or are you going to get six months worth of stimulating intellectual content mm-hmm. uh, on news, politics, opinion pieces, all through a Jewish lens? And us. And us, yes. So what have you been up to this month? Um. Wow. What have I been up to? Looking for apartments mainly. It's, it's, you know, I think that was one of our first episodes was me looking for an apartment because yeah. we moved into my current Some apartment don't three change. years ago. Yeah. Um, we just visited an apartment. We might be moving soon. We're still debating about it. Mm-hmm. And, In uh, Jaffa. Yeah. Well, North Jaffa. It's not quite Jaffa yet. Yeah. It's like uh, North Jaffa, South Tel Aviv. North Jaffa is not Jaffa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean we wouldn't, wouldn't live in Jaffa. in Jaffa. I feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so that's that's basically what I've been up to. But is it? Wouldn't it be easier? Because it has been said that people are leaving Tel Aviv essentially because they it's can't not afford as attractive. Yeah, so like if you lose your job and you pay so much for an apartment, but the yeah. city is not the same, right? 
one of the apartments we went to visit was a guy who works at Google, uh, developer. Mm. And oh, Google, yeah, I know, poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> Google put them uh, uh, put out a statement that they're not bringing people back to the office until next August. Mm. So he's just like, all right, well, bye, yeah. and he's moving up north. Wow. To like to live around his family, for a year. Wow. That's. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And but I'm not feeling the price drop in Tel Aviv. You <laughs> should expect it to go down, but I don't feel any price drop. I mean, it seems like the, the market is just as ridiculous as it always was. Because the city is not as fun as it was before. I mean, sure, some restaurants are open, some pub bars are open. Pretty much all of them are. No, first of all, not all of them are. I haven't seen one i mean we go to polt said on friday it's packed uh yeah. all the many are open but uh, not all of them reopened first of all but second of all living in tel aviv some of them shut down some shut down they weren't some, a, they didn't survive yeah, it yeah. yeah but some didn't shut down and yet didn't open but but i know for uh, about at least one but um but but living in tel aviv wasn't just about uh the bars and the restaurants like you had shows you had in the summer you had concerts you had uh yeah. uh parties you had clubs you had get get togethers you yeah, had all yeah. kinds of things that now are missing so going out downstairs in this weather with a mask is just like hell so yeah just you living told in the me city last is... week how horrific uh was your night date night why because it was hot like so hot yeah and you Ah, yeah, yeah. We walked back from uh, the Thai house, which is like, I don't know, a 40-minute walk from our house, and it was just awful. But do you sit inside the restaurant? Because yeah, we sat inside. I And they, they, they had not a lot to. of space. They had a lot of space between the tables. But the waitress basically spoke into our mouths. She was just like, without the mask, they put the mask down here. It's like, what's mm. the point? And she was just like hovering over us, yelling at us. And I was like, what mm. the fuck? People don't pick up on the etiquette. N- not but, here you know, at least some some do some do uh, so yeah so it's not as fun so young people are saying to themselves like why should i pay the prices of 2019 yeah when it's to 2020 yeah the prices the are, are still consequences still t- no the prices are 2020 they went up they went up but speaking oh. of corona yeah you want to go right there we talked so much about it yeah, but I, I feel like I can't shut up about this because it's just, it, 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 I feel like I'm the only one also that gets angry about it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, you listen to the news here in Israel and even the people that you would feel like are on your side of the aisle. Yeah. It Everybody... doesn't exist. Yoav Rabinovich, who we had on the podcast and the episode will be coming out soon, said this to me. He said, I, I you know. I heard I listened to your podcast and I heard your views and I don't hear them here in Israel. Yeah. And it's so upsetting. It's so true. It just it's just so there's something like uh so uh so like hopeless you, about yeah, it. Yeah, you're the lone you're the only one who shouts that the the king is naked. Yeah. Right? I feel you're like the boy. That. I really do. <laughs> I feel like it is and I don't it's not like I I feel like special because of it. I feel really alone because of it. Like I feel like upset by the fact that yeah. not anybody has these values yeah to me like the thing okay let's fill up the, the the audience about what's been going on here essentially the situation isn't good i mean the numbers of of the sick 
are skyrocketing. We had like 3,000 a day. Now it's something between two and 3,000 a day, new cases. We passed 1,000 deaths. We passed 1,000 deaths. Death per, uh, per capita, we are in a very low place in the world. But sick per capita, new, sick, new cases per capita, we're very high. We're the highest in the world, actually. Yeah. Um, but and the main issue is that like the, the 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 cities with the most cases are Arab and ultra orthodox cities, um, and that's a huge debate here in Israel. Everybody's talking about it. Um, what can be done? And also another debate is how because you know every week we had the Mayor email from the demonstrations uh, next uh, every saturday there are huge demonstrations mm-hmm. outside of the prime minister's off um, residence um and they these demonstrations still take place weekly with thousands and sometimes yeah. tens of th- thousands of people very crowded but uh, and on the same note uh, they don't allow for example now in Rosh Hashanah they are not going to allow uh, people in in the kotel yeah to do slichot, uh, which is uh, right. you know, the uh, and morning it's open prayers. air. So what's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? And I've seen this amazing, hilarious debate uh, in Chal- Channel 13 with Chen Liebelman, who was also a guest here a long time ago. And she, maybe we should bring her again. And, and she, and she um, debated uh, with an, a right-wing uh, reporter, Inon Magal. And he tells her why, why demonstrations yes and and prayers prayers yeah no and she's like but don't you care about the freedom of to her there's the freedom of speech yeah which is high higher than i wouldn't say it's the freedom of speech even that's how she says it she says freedom of uh freedom of freedom of demonstration in the democracy yeah it's very important um and the rest is dangerous yeah, the, the the freedom to demonstrate and protest is not the same as freedom of speech. I think that that needs to be said because when you demonstrate, you take over when you when you're hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people, right? The the Paris uh, Square protests, mm-hmm. as Noah mentioned, Jerusalem. in Jerusalem, here in uh, in Israel are around 25 to 30,000 people every week. So they claim, but it's so they debatable. claim. So but if you're in the tens of thousands of people, you are Packed. that is a type of violence. You are mm. taking over the public space. You're not allowing people to use public uh, they're, they're blocking public the goods. You're they're blocking, blocking the roads. roads. Yeah. No, but you're also causing a lot of noise. Residents in the area have mm-hmm. already complained. You know, you're causing a lot of noise. You are doing more than just expressing expressing yourself. You're allowed to say what you want, write what you want, wherever you want, say whatever you want to whoever, not actually in Israel, but that is the value of, uh, of free speech. And the, 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 the value to demonstrate, like the, the, the right to demonstrate is is different, mm-hmm. uh, but so yeah, to there's, her and there, to many people on the left like there's the the right to demonstrate and all the rest. Yeah. it's it's like it's too dangerous. But that is not dangerous. Yeah, enough. there's so, no difference. Yeah, there's no, there's difference, no difference to congregate uh, to demonstrate or to congregate to pray. You could say it's the same. We are getting together. We don't want to. Uh, yell at Bibi for whatever he's been doing. Want to yell to God and ask yeah. him for help? So that's what the ultra orthodox say. Like why? And also they say something else. They say and because now it's there are protecting there have been the democracy. <laughs> so yeah. many um, uh, of the sick are in yeshivas. So in the yeshivas, there was one yeshiva in Carmiel, where 
out of uh, 400 uh, yeshiva buchers, 300, have you seen? How is my Yiddish, by the way? Buchers. Yeshiva yeah. buchers. Uh, 300 uh, got sick. And the Haredi say, uh, give us, we, we, we know what to do. Like, give us, uh, we have judgment. If we choose to continue the, the yeshivas, and we, it's, it's our, we take the risk, we take the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Leave us be. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. It's a semi-libertarian uh, yeah. approach. The only problem is that I pay for their health bill. Yeah, but there you go. When everything's interconnected, you can't start excusing things like that. It's just like it's just like the argument that we should uh, lock down because you know my counter argument is always, well, whoever wants to stay home, stay home. Like what's you know why why do we need the government telling us that this area needs to stay home or everybody needs to stay home? Everybody takes their own risk assessment, stays home if they want to stay home. and that's it. But then they say no, but if everybody goes, then it's going to skyrocket the 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 numbers are going to skyrocket, and the health uh, um, the health services will crash. And then me, an innocent person who stayed home, won't get my health services. It's always this long chain. you end up finding your, so yeah, when you live in a in a, a socialist uh, country where mm-hmm. the government all the power is centralized in one place and everything's interconnected your health and your this and your pension and everything is connected and i'm paying for him because i pay this amount of taxes and they get free stuff and then you i mean no one can do anything everybody's got to agree on everything no That's but the what whole I'm point saying is, is is i get like we're all paying taxes and yeah they're getting stuff for free and that should end But until that ends, that doesn't mean that we should now take away their right. It's, you're digging yourself deeper into this no, interconnected I, web of nonsense. Of course, this is the given situation. We, we got to work with what we have. But I think this is a very good time to start a conversation because nobody's talking about it. Nobody is talking about the simple fact that I pay the health bill. Of all those uh, ultra orthodox you pay everybody's health uh, okay but but it's not even discussed it's like it's obvious it's yeah. something it's on it's like we breathe right yeah to to everyone here and I think this is a good opportunity to talk about it because uh, because I feel that in general if if um, if I if anyone knew that That there are consequ like here in Israel, I feel there's only one language, right the pocket, the wallet like uh, he uh, this is how people here think you don't want to be frail right right mm-hmm. um so if uh I know that there are consequences to my actions, if I know that if I get sick, yeah, I need to pay the bill, it'll cost me. then I will take more measures maybe to prevent it, then maybe your waitress. Would cover her face because maybe it, it, she knows it'll cost her so much if she got sick okay so so that that's that's a problem it's a yeah. problem because because that's why these populations the ultra orthodox and uh, the Arabs they afford themselves to yeah. be um, but the reason we bring this up today is because one of the things that's kind of on the docket, Uh, I mean it was decided against uh, they, they pulled back from it right uh, today 
but they postponed still, it. They postponed it to tomorrow, allegedly. Yeah, but, but they might postpone it again. I mean, it's still kind of up in the air. But basically, the government decided to uh, uh, do a, a semi lockdown on forty uh, red cities, cities yeah. that are they labeled ranked reb. They, red. They, yeah, the country red. ranked. They put a uh, commissar in uh, in power, basically. Um, and which is ridiculous. Yeah, because, because it's not you know the power is not centralized enough. So no, I'm kidding. His his power isn't isn't total, but uh, but they put a guy in charge basically of getting the corona under control because everybody knows that that's what you need to get something massive under control is one guy who knows everything because that's possible. So they put one guy in control of it all, and he came up with this method to rank all the cities according to a traffic light. Genius. Yeah. Um, intuitive. And it's not even a traffic light because it's got four colors. Yeah. It's got green, orange, yellow, and red. I guess and some now, traffic and now, lights And now it. they have also extra red. Yeah, and now they have extra red. <laughs> this is a great traffic light. I hope they don't put him in charge of designing traffic lights. So so basically, they they have green as a... You can guess. Green's good. Red's bad. There's 40 red cities in Israel, and they want to put them under lockdown. And this just drives me insane. I don't understand how it's like even not only you also constitutional the like there is no constitution in Israel and we keep getting back to that point on this podcast but maybe that's part of the problem but how can you just decide to lock like no one's talking about I heard them interview the mayor of uh, Bet Shemesh which is one of the cities that's being locked down and they were talking they were trying to get her to talk about like whether or not she will listen to the uh, Abide. Yeah, abide by the, the dictate of the government and, you know, how she heard about it and whether or not she was involved in the decision. And that's the discussion is whether or not she decides to lock down her city or the or the central government, the right? Yeah. Gets to lock down her city. No one's talking about the fact that you're locking up. I don't know what the population of Bechemish is. I'm assuming a couple hundred thousand of no, people. No, no. No, no, not a couple of hundred, hundred thousand, fifty thousand people. Like that. You're just locking them up. All these forty cities are definitely a couple Only hundred thousand. Only at night time. That was that was the compromise. Yeah, it, it the the original plan was to lock these cities down completely, uh, and then BB came up with a compromise to lock them down only at night. So far, it's been postponed. But just the fact that they have the power now to do that. And to just lock up hundreds of thousands of people in their homes, you know, just because uh, well, the the percent, and no one understands really why. But even if you put the line somewhere, and you say, okay, the city's uh, um, uh, infection rate is at twelve percent or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Where who decides where the line is, and why is the line at twelve and not at eleven or thirteen? And it's intuitive. The specialist decides. No one's talking about but, it. But, uh, but okay, but uh, if they don't do anything, right, and they don't lock, lock down these cities, and you get so many hard cases of corona, and the hospitals say, I can't handle it anymore. What do you do then? You know, we've been saying if, 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 if for so long, and so many people are coming out now and saying that these lockdowns don't actually help, they don't do anything. Um, whether or not they do anything or they don't, I don't think is the point. It, it's just the fact. And you know what? The, the You look at the list of 40 cities, they're all poor. They're the poorest of the poor. Mm-hmm. It's such a socialist, elitist, like fascist way of looking at the world. 
because and and you know we need to we need to take care of this corona so let's lock up the city in the end what you're doing is you're putting the poor people who always suffer the worst from these kind of situations and you're saying but these let's populations lock them are up. poor by choice as opposed <sighs> to I don't know. Yeah, poverty. I mean, then we're getting into the discussion of whether uh, how much poverty is a, a matter of choice and how much it's a matter of your own. Yeah, and I would agree are, with you that are... in a free society, you have a lot of agency and you should uh, take your life into your own hands. The but in the is end, they're taking poor it down with them. These people who chose to do dozens of kids, okay, per family, yeah, and live and live the the way they live and don't work and go study Torah. And in the Arabs' cases, the the mother stays at home, and only. It's, but that's exactly the point. It is not your right to lock up the poor people because you think that they live a life of bad values in their. No, you know, I, mean, I it's don't the care same about their life. The, I know, I don't, I'm not. I'm compa- just saying that yeah. now their way of life threatens my life because here Tel Aviv is a green city for almost right now. Okay, but but eventually they'll leak. The sickness will leak out of those cities, the Haredi, the ultra-Orthodox, and the Arab cities, into here. And then, and although we are playing by the rules, yeah, mostly, um, we we will suffer from their, um, I don't know, negligence. That's living That's in the a society. Problem. No, it's living in the Israeli society. No, it's always oh, in, 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 in the United in, States. In Sweden, in Sweden, they're all in the same boat. They're all in the same boat. Everybody. Oh, because they're socioeconomically homogenic. Yeah. Yeah, but that's. And culturally. First of all, they're not totally socioeconomically homogenic, but they're a very rich country because of natural resources and because mm-hmm. of capitalist economy. And, 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 and they're benefiting in Sababa. So they all are uh, roughly on the, on the same uh, plane. But you can't have. I mean, that's not. That's not uh, the situation in most countries. Usually you have uh, gaps in income and you have poor people and you have people who are more well-off, which I think is the natural way of the world. Um, so you don't think hospitals can collapse in Israel? I don't, I don't know if they can collapse but, or not, but I think but those that, who do know say that they might. I think that they have a higher it's chance of collapse present danger if, if they're uh, built on foundation of uh, being managed by the government. But they um, are being managed by the government. But they're not totally right in Israel. Like mm. you have these, like you have an the outsourcing money. of healthcare from the government. So there's mm-hmm. you, you. It's sort of like the uh, the shitata um, shovarim uh, that that they're talking about for education, right? Right. Like. You ha- you get a basically the government fund. You have to buy healthcare for minimal for a minimal uh, amount insurance, and that minimal amount kind of sig- g- yeah. gives but some kind of But in the end, the money comes from the state. The state finances most of the money. Yeah, yeah. And now they are out of money because people don't go to operations because they're afraid. Yeah, and they go to the government and say, "Give us more money." Yeah. Look, I think that the, the healthcare system could collapse. I think society can collapse. That's the issue. Right. And that's what we're like. We th- in the end, there is a risk to living on the planet. Sometimes the risk is higher and sometimes the risk is lower. I mean, you can go live on Mars if you don't want any risk. But 
I think it's going to be a little more risky up there. But there's a risk to living on the planet. Society yeah. has things that threaten it. One of those things is diseases. Yeah, but and for the question us, is how do people, you deal with it? The people who work, the people yeah. who are responsible, make responsible choices, uh, and uh, and you know do children in accordance with the economic situation and are rational. Okay, these people, okay, yeah. are more in danger here in Israel because of the society here than if I would live in Australia or in New Zealand. So then you can... I no, mean, I can't. You, yes, you can. No, you I can can't. try. You can no, apply for citizenship. No, you can I can't. Get, you can get European I citizenship. I can't. But why Polish. should I Why should I go? You can I get go? Polish citizenship. I can't, actually. You can't? No. Okay. Romanian? Maybe. Okay, so you can get you can get a citizenship. We can move abroad or okay. try and get a visa for the state. But why I should? Because this why? is the because no, that is. But I want no because I, that I is want. democracy. You have you have the right to live in a country. Uh, you have certain inalienable rights, right? That's like at the basis of democracy, and one of those is that I can't make you do anything. I can't make you do anything except for not hurt me. And the idea that you in possibly infecting a, me with a disease because you are of a certain background or from a certain place is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Like, Why? Because it's Why? ludicrous. Because, again, it's 15% of the, of the population in these cities, right? Even if it was 50%. You don't know who's sick. You don't know. But who. you know that Bnei Brak is a red city and that Tel Aviv is a green city. Okay. But who no, you know that red city and green city aren't concepts that exist. 15% is a concept, right? That's math. But red city is just something that someone decided. Yeah, okay. But okay, the so point is well, what about in the flu? Sometimes there's a flu pandemic. So do we why don't we decide that during the flu also you can't leave if you're uh, above 7% because it's not as infect infectious and not as uh, dangerous of people tens of thousands of people die a year in the in the United States from flu no, here not in here Israel. thousands also die every mm, year yeah no no many uh, many well, couple of maybe a couple of thousand but 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 the point but the problem is like yeah. the, the deal right now to me, the deal, the social deal now in Israel, it's, it's, uh, it, it doesn't work anymore. So something has to change. I, I accept that the state maybe has no right to lock these population up, but it does have a right to stop financing them. Uh, no, absolutely. So, so either or, you know. No, so, absolutely. So, I agree so, with you, but so, I, I doubt that that's the direction Corona is going to take us in. You think that's the direction it's going to take us in? I think if if. I think this is where we're going because people are going to smarten up. You're optimistic. I, 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 I think so. This is why you see Bennett and Lapid are getting so strong because people, the non-orthodox uh, people, you know, it, it's a... I, I even saw a tweet by um, Akiva Bigman, who is uh, mm -hmm. Bennett's... Like, he's, he writes in Israel Ayom, and he's, uh, I th he's like... A, he has a kippah sulga. Yeah needed yarmulke yeah which means he's a religious he's not ultra orthodox he tweeted it it's amazing uh, that he tweeted against the ultra orthodox really criticizing them for taking us all to the pit with their uh behavior and i i think society is going to divide it's going to be those who work 
those who are who take responsible choices in life against those who live by our hand so i think i i i don't think it's the ultra orthodox i see it i see i have a different paradigm okay i think it's poor people right people living in poverty generally experience the worst parts of uh of of society they experience disease better worse they experience crime worse right they have higher rates of crime higher rates of disease mm-hmm. shorter lifespans right they just the poor people have a worse life it's no big surprise okay. statistically you look at it any any aspect of life you're going to see that they are they suffer from more diseases right okay diabetes right it's more prevalent in poor pe- in 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 the people who are lower on the socioeconomic ladder all these diseases um so poor people have it worse off it doesn't have to do whether or not they're ultra orthodox or they're arab or they're uh i don't know but there's uh, correlation Indians, right but if there no. there is correlation in israel no it's just <laughs> what do you mean there, there's no correlation it's the fact that the 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 correlation is the socialist system that that the welfare state and that's that's how i see it i see that i and agree with you that we need to cut ties between the welfare state and the poor right because that is what ultimately what will lift them out of poverty you can't ignore the correlation between being poor and being ultra orthodox or arab in israel no i don't think so i don't think so why not I mean these, these no, because populations that's a, they don't work. The, ah, the, so they make so many children. There's a correlation, but no. there, is there causation? And that's the question. Is there no. co- there's correlation? Yeah, you can say a lot no, of there things. There are ultra orthodox families. You with, can find a who lot work, of work. Work. I know who work. It's not. It's not. So what does that mean? So but, I don't understand the use if there's correlation. I mean, it's like you could cut. You can cut up society. You can cut up demographics in all kinds of ways and find correlations, right? You can say old people. I don't know, or uh, have a certain tendency. So old people are bringing us down because they also have higher rates of, uh, you know, infection and, and disease. No, but but all people don't choose to be old. But ultra orthodox. They choose to be poor. They choose not to work. They choose okay. to bring to make huge families, and also the Arab families. They choose to bring some, and they choose that the mother doesn't go to work, and they choose um, to make children more children that they can afford. True. So, so these two huge populations, there's correlation between poverty and them. It's like this famous saying by the. I think uh, I don't. It, did Netanyahu said say it right. that uh, if you take if. Uh, so, I don't remember, but it's a very famous saying here in Israel, right? It was about the economy in Israel, I guess, 10 years ago. And if it you, goes, uh, if you deduce... No, if you uh, factor out... Yeah. If you factor out the, the ultra-Orthodox and the Arabs, we're doing great. Yeah. 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 And, and, that's, and, that's, the, and that's the problem. And this is a sentiment upon which uh, Lapid's father... Uh, uh became so powerful in the early 20th century yeah but i think that's what i'm saying i think it's a circle and obviously i hold these people individually to account but i think that as a community i don't hold them to account i don't see any i don't see anything wrong with being uh an arab right or anything wrong with being an ultra orthodox or the values that they hold i think i think that i think that they uh that as a community they are more prone to to uh falling prey to the to the welfare state 
Um, and and also the welfare state is the it, you know, I I I guess I would hold a lot of their leaders responsible, but yeah. uh, but I don't think it's kind of like the welfare state with the black family in the United States, where the black the welfare state started supporting single parent uh, homes. And you started getting welfare checks if you were a single mother. And it basically pushed the where whereas in, you know, the 1970s, there was 25 percent of kids growing up in a single parent home. And now it's 75 percent. It's the same thing. I think that when you start pouring money down. Yeah, I agree that that should stop happening when you start pouring money into yeshivas and into ultra orthodox communities, then you're going to see this and hospitals and paying their bills. But that, that's what I'm saying. Bill? Where is the issue? It's like you can't like I I hold each person who is living in that state or or accepting these checks and not going out to work responsible for his actions. Okay. But the the ultra orthodox community I think would look entirely different if there was no welfare state. Of course. Of and course you see that different. because you see that because there are extremely successful ultra orthodox business people, right? Yeah. Uh, both in New York and here. Mm-hmm. Like. You see, like they're they're once they they're make affinity, a choice, once they have to make a choice, often, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying is that, you know, I think it all leads there. That's the point, though. This whole situation just um, makes this discussion more relevant, yeah. and and I think people start realizing that something has to be done. I don't I don't know. I mean, look at where the situation has taken us. It's we've given all the power to the central government to make whatever decision they want uh, in regards to Corona. They started handing out free money for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are and we? I don't They decline in the polls and, and Lapid and, and Bennett are and they're both in the opposition. They become stronger. Man, so I it shows the, the sentiment. I hope I feel. Anyway, anyway. There, uh, something entirely now to something entirely different. Yes. Um, last week uh, there was this amazing article uh, by uh, Netael Bendel in Haaretz, and you can yeah. Google it in English and you'll find it also. Um, and it was just mind blowing. It depicted a unit. Turns out there's a unit. Yeah. In the Ministry of Justice. And a they, unit. A unit, special unit inside the ministry. And they are responsible on, um, how did they define it? Uh, uh, protecting the, the, the respect and, and the, the good... The integrity. The integrity of judges <laughs> on, social, on the internet. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> okay, that's the units. So essentially what they would do, they would... It's like what he was talking about, Lukashenko. We also an episode that just came yeah. out today. Exactly. They serve the integrity of the justice. Yeah. So these people w- who are getting paid by us would swipe the internets, the interwebs, and for any tweets or articles that might say poor, uh, misfortunate things about the honorable, uh, you know, uh, perfect judges. Esther Hayut, yeah, for example, the, the, who's the, the judges. chief justice. For example, there was this satirical tweet, uh, Twitter account, fake Miriam Naor. Miriam Naor was the previous head of Supreme Court. Yes. So this fake Twitter account, uh, fake Miriam Naor, would, uh, would uh, go to tweets about uh, people, like journalists who would tweet about 
topical issues and she would uh, comment as Miriam Naor saying funny things like who do you think you are I'm the one who makes the decisions here and stuff like that yeah so that unit the special investigative unit they approached Twitter and now uh, and the, the account is called fake Miriam Naor okay that's the name of the account and they reached to Twitter oh God. <laughs> and they asked to take down the account because it hurts the integrity and the good name of the judge the the retired judge the retired judge she's not even yes. an active judge yes god yeah. forbid yeah and all <laughs> uh, but the craziest story they reached out to google and asked to remove articles from search results search results but articles of respectable respectable news outlets like Haaretz, um and other newspapers so articles that stated facts about judges. For example, though, there was this judge, very, like, not, nothing famous, not like a very minor judge in some place in the country, and he was uh, acquitted from a charge after a process or so of some sort. So the article just reported that this judge was acquitted. So this committee, this uh, group, they applied to Google to remove it from search results. That's and other articles just as well. Scary. It's just <laughs> it's just scary. But you know the, the what's scariest about it is that there's probably people out there thinking to themselves, Oh yeah. It's an important yeah. job. No no it's that is. I mean fake news, right? You gotta No, yeah, but you gotta protect again. No, you have to protect the public against fake news. I mean what will people do if they read a lie? Right? Like mm -hmm. what will happen to them? How irresponsible is it of the state to let people read lies? How irresponsible is it of Facebook and Google yeah. to let people spread lies? I mean, and it, well, it I remains mean, it's just there chaos. forever, you know? What's this internet thing where <laughs> articles just go out and then they stay forever? Yeah, what? seriously. Seriously, someone, I mean, we need to preserve the truth, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, who's true? Well, I mean, it's the truth. There's, yeah. there's, but then it's like, that's, that's what's so contradictory, right? About postmodernism is like, and this whole, so, you know, uh, social, social justice warriors, right? Is that they're postmodern, right? So there's no truth, but then we need to protect the truth and from, from fake news and from fake news outlets. So it's like, is there, everybody has their truth, but there are lies. Yeah. But, but there's no one truth, but there are things that are untrue. Yeah. So, okay, you guys have tied yourself into a... So, guys, check out the article. Pretzel. I urge you to read it. Um, it went pretty much under the radar. People talked about here a bit. That's but then crazy. Wait, just... are there other examples of, like, articles that they <laughs> took down? I, I I don't remember anymore. Someone or, took but... an unflattering photo of a judge, and they were like, no, you need to... She doesn't look... Her, her skirt and her yeah, shirt don't match. I, that's where we're going, man. That's where we're oh going. They're God. shameless. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. And people, uh, I mean, yeah. the, the the problem is that in Israel, the justice system is seen as, or at least the 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 Supreme Court is seen as this, uh, you know, court on high that, like, you know, has uh, the moral high ground. Yeah, we need someone to watch over yeah. us. You're not allowed to criticize them. Which um, it, it stems, I think, from that kind of right. It's the same. It's the same. Uh, 
value system and worldview that that leads to socialism and to a government that you see as kind of in charge or you know the masses need a government to allocate things and to you know decide stuff and to to be in charge of of uh, of everything it's the same thing right so just like we need a government to kind of decide what to do with all the uh, resources we need somebody like you know mom and dad we need somebody to tell us what's right and wrong yeah right it's just crazy man <laughs> speaking about crazy we we got some comments when we do oh yes i love these <sighs> yeah well you don't want to talk about iran torture that was uh, really interesting yeah it in- it's interesting i don't yeah. know essentially there was an am- amnesty short report. real short yeah, yeah amnesty report published a few days ago um depicting um the fact that we forgot but on november last year you had riots in iran because of the economic situation and there's only one man responsible for them being in such a bad economic situation and that's president trump unfortunately for uh people who hate him but he did a really good job uh yeah on the knees so the persons who are responsible is coming naive, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but but yeah, but Trump really yeah. nailed them. Yeah. After Obama gave them a free pass, and now their situation is horrific. And in November you had uh, demonstrations, so the Iranians uh, uh, arrested thousands of people and tortured them uh, in unimaginable ways, and eventually executed a lot of them. But uh, you had an amnesty report about the tortures. Hmm. They managed to um, uh, interview hundreds of survival survivors and they told the techniques and you have drawings of all the gruesome yeah, it's uh, frightening. Uh, techniques. Electric chairs. Yeah, all kinds of... Waterboarding. All yeah, kinds of... Uh, of they hang you. A gun to a head yeah. of someone on his knees. Yeah, and they pull you and they hang you from all different... Yeah, so, and nobody talked about it, of course. Uh, uh, so I urge you again to Google Amnesty Report Iran Torture and read because, you know, sometimes it's easy to forget, but uh, Iran sucks. <laughs> yeah. Iran really sucks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check it out, guys. So, so read us our hate mail. Um, we did an episode last week with Ophir Dayan. Yes. And uh, let's just say our subscriptions are going the exact opposite direction as Corona infections <laughs> in Israel. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, guys, we're a topical podcast. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes we do episodes about topical issues. And since most of our audience is in America, I think it's only legitimate that we discuss about the things that go on in America. Um, also because our brothers and sisters, uh, Jew, American Jews live there and we care about what's happening to them. So, so yeah, so we don't live in America. Yeah, uh, well, we live in Israel. Some of us lived in America yeah, some of us for lived. basically our whole lives. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, 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 you know, we, it, it interests us. We think it's important. And you know what? Sometimes, uh, first of all, I would say, and I, I, I thought like, you know, if Jews can talk about and criticize Israel and talk about the things that are going on here with the Palestinians, 
right? And also non-Jewish Americans, like all, everybody in America, right? Yeah. The reporters, uh, they talk about it uh, day and night, right? And they criticize yeah. and, and they don't live here, right? But yeah. they talk about it. So why can't we talk about things that happen? Also, the point that like you don't America. live here so you can't talk about it. It's just a, like a bad point. Like make, get a better point. Yeah. <laughs> get, get a better so, point. That's all because uh, we got two reviews. So you can leave reviews to the podcast on iTunes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure I want you guys to know about it anymore, <laughs> but you can. So we got two really bad ones. So the first one, he says, um, uh, blacks are equal to white. Really? No. <laughs> Which took a short turn. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Really? No, they're not equal. That poor choice of words, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why? I mean, are they not equal? <laughs> yeah, it's problematic. So basically, what he says is, first of all, he calls us two bozos. Uh, we have a zero idea about what the American black experience has been for hundreds of years. Uh, we speak as we... F- uh, da, 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 da. No, read it, read it, read, read it. it. I can't Here. have... Okay, you go. You do it. I can't have any respect for these two bozos who have zero idea what the American black experience has been for hundreds of years, yet speak as if they can judge how Americans who live here should feel and act. I would hope you both get educated because you act as if blacks are inherently inferior. Like, they can't get into Columbia U on their own because of their grades. Oh, my God, you scary idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just hilarious. Um, they can't get in because of institutional racism. It exists everywhere, you fools. <laughs> it's systemic. It's white privilege. Blacks do not live the same lives at all. Get educated. Stop blaming the black victims of police shootings that are clearly racial. Being white does give you an automatic privilege in the USA. Your lack of knowing this is shameful. Done with your pod. Too many episodes with your lack of a clue. Opinion is one thing. You can't make up your own facts to suit your thinking. All right. Good riddance. Opinion is one thing. (laughs) Opinion yeah. is one thing, but what we have is not an opinion, my friend. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. It's lies. It's lies. This is why you need people, right, sifting through the, the fake news who know the truth. Yeah, people who, and have, decide. who have a true opinion, and yes. then you have people who have fake no opinions. opinion. No, it's not even an opinion. Yeah. It's just lies. No, but that'll be the next stage, right? There's news, and then there's fake news, so it'll be opinions and fake and opinions. Fake opinions. Yeah. Editorial, fake editorial. <sighs> so how do uh, where do we? We don't. We don't. We just don't. Look, guys, you can disagree. First of all, with first us. of all, first of all, I look, just want to say you yeah. can disagree with us, but talk to the point. We can have a discussion. It's fine. You don't have to call people stupid, racist, uneducated, mm-hmm. just because you disagree with them. And if you do, you should probably ask yourself. If maybe you feel a bit insecure in your own opinions, have you thought those through? Because maybe you're calling people stupid and scary idiots because you don't have a better point. Yeah. Also, so talk. also, also, uh, to the point that he's trying to make, I guess um, we we don't. He says here um, uh, they can't get to it because uh, there was a thing I wanted to say about this a thing he said, which is. Because he says essentially that uh, we th- we said about the African Americans that th- they are uh, unequal. But the point is, to me, what we said it's it's not about 
facts. People in general, some are better than the others in various ways. So it, they may might be black or Asian or Jewish or Polish, right? Yeah. So some people are less educated than others, and it really doesn't matter what's the race. No one, yeah, no one's talking, first of all, I, I mean, I don't know. I, no one's talking about black people inherently being uh, less educated. I mean, they are talking about it. Yeah, this guy's talking about it. We never said that black people are inherently less educated, less able to get into Columbia U. Uh, uh, black people, I don't think black people are more prone to crime because they are black. Um, I don't think that they're poorer because they are black. But in the end, black people are, uh, if as a as a as a community as a demographic more prone to crime, they are generally more poor, um, and 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 they generally I don't know don't go to college as much. Uh, these Brings are all us to the these are all facts. Discussion. These are all facts. But I'm not saying it's because they are black, and we can have a discussion about that. Um, I don't think that I think that a black person can be just as intelligent and smart and, and, and successful as anybody else. And I mean, to think that we think any differently is just that you're not listening to what we're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything about against black people. I don't have anything against anybody of any color. Um, I just think that's ridiculous. You're not listening to what we're saying. Read the other one. Okay. BLM episode slash appalling. Okay, I don't know what this is about. Is it about BLM episode or is it about appalling? If you would like to hold a meaningful conversation about the BLM movement in America, how about inviting a guest who can actually speak to those issues? Two question marks. This Israeli student attended a few protests in New York, and suddenly that makes her an authority on systemic racism in America? Three question marks. There's a pattern here. Um, these hosts need to get educated rather than brushing these issues off because it's how African-Americans quote-unquote feel. Learn the facts. Talk to people who are actually at the center of this fight. Until then, I have lost all respect for you. These guys, unsubscribe. Okay. Okay, so guys. Listen, we're an Israeli podcast, okay? We don't live in America. It's hard to bring and and up until today, too we apologetic. <laughs> no, I'm stating a fact because but no, yeah, because no, it's true. We people can't don't get, get I mean, it. We can't that, just get anybody we want. That first of all, we only do face to face interviews, okay? We don't want to do Zoom interviews because they suck. Yeah. Okay. So that's the simple reason why we would g gladly bring BLM. Oh, come on. No BLM member, whoever wrote that post, dude, no BLM member would ever be on this podcast. Okay. Because you guys are not about free speech. We would happily invite anybody uh, to this podcast. No, but people who but support BLM, someone would maybe. Well, come. here we go. I mean, she doesn't support BLM, but she's was on a campus and she can talk about her experience with BLM. Maybe we could get someone who supports BLM. I doubt that we would get anybody who's if you know someone really who lives in Israel to the organization. Yeah, if you know someone who's in Israel, and but but otherwise, we we live here. We can bring. A, yeah, if if it, you know an African American yeah. who who lives in Israel, exactly. Alternate post. Hey guys, I think you're getting people on the podcast who don't really know what they're talking about. I suggest you bring on X Y Z. Yeah. Wow. 
how would that gl- would have <laughs> contributed something yeah. to the conversation. Yeah, would gladly like we bring anyone to the show. Oh god, and we had everybody. Yeah, uh, from all. So so yeah. The point is that the honestly, yeah, and we should make this clear. Uh, we love you guys. If you're listening, we really do. Um, uh, and we believe in free speech mm-hmm. and in in open dialogue and in in conversation. That's what uh, has brought the human race forward for over the last you know thousands of years. Right. Um, so l- have a conversation. You also, guys want to talk to us? Talk to us. Right. We respond actually. Even yeah. if you respond slightly not respectfully we usually yeah. respond respectfully so if you respond respectfully we'll respond super respectfully right but also you know uh, i have to clarify one more thing i never i don't presume to be educated about certain things there are certain things I, me personally i don't know much about the history of african-americans because i'm not an american i never delved into it to me you are the knowledgeable one i think that you are very educated about these uh <laughs> yeah i'm giving no you, too much credit you no know, but you you know you know your I mean, shit. there's there's people who um, are who are more of, of an expert course. than us and there's yeah. people who are more than an expert than anybody yeah 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 so you know if you're it, it's it's also a bad point to talk about again look at the there's a thing called the hierarchy of arguments and the uh, telling someone you don't have enough information is also a bad argument. It's lower on the pyramid than talking to the point. It's super simple, people. You don't agree with someone. State why you don't agree with the core point of what they're talking about. That's what you said. I don't agree with it because of X, Y, Z. Saying you don't have enough information. You're scary idiots. You're bozos. You don't live in. Or it's all I, or, or, superficial. Or saying my life experience contradicts your. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's also yeah, a bit. That's argument. also a bit. A bit shallow. Yeah. Open your mind. Open your mind. Open yourself yeah. to a dialogue. Anecdotes are irrelevant, guys. Yeah. And if you're... No, I mean, you can bring up an anecdote. I think that can, that's also... But, uh, but you can't claim that, like, because of your anecdote... But if I'm bringing, like, numbers and statistics and research... Yeah. Right? And you bring your anecdote, what can I do with it? Yeah. No. What can I do with an anecdote? Yeah. Can't buy no, vegetables at the market with an nope. anecdote. <laughs> Tov, All right, guys. Else? No, just, uh, you know... Lots of exciting guests coming up. Yeah. You won't be available in the n- upcoming year or so. <laughs> uh, two vacations and the holidays and yeah, whatever. We have so many good guests lined yeah. up. Guys, stay tuned. We have really, really some great guests. We have can I can I yeah, yeah. can I lay it out? Yeah. We got Idan Reichel on the podcast. I yeah. don't know if you guys have heard of Idan Reichel. First interview since, yeah, uh, since Corona. Corona. Look him up. Idan Reichel is like one of the biggest musicians. Come on, who doesn't know Idan Reichel? Like famous around the world. Uh, Idan Reichel, we just released an episode today on uh, Alexander Lukashenko. Um, what else? We have an episode with Yoav Rabinovich, a comedian. And, Yossi uh, Bloch, the creator editor. of Devil Next Door on Netflix. Yes. So uh, stay tuned, guys. Yeah. Lot, lots of good content coming. Okay. And yes. before we go. Yes, yes. So before we go, like we said at the beginning, guys, we have this great uh, sponsorship. Uh, we're sponsored by forward the forward you can check them out at forward.com slash 2njb you can read at forward.com but go to forward.com slash 2njb to get an exclusive offer where you get 67 percent off 10 bucks for uh six months basically 10 bucks 10 bucks 
You pay 10 bucks for six months. Yep. Uh, so forward.com slash 2NJB. Great source for news, politics, opinion, all through a Jewish lens. Also, Agutsheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. Check them out. They bring a more Israeli angle because they're based here. Lots of content. They're also on Facebook. Highly recommended. Also, also uh, Australian Jewish News, AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com. So check them out if you want to... Australian Angle on the Jewish News, great website, ajn.timesofisrael.com. And finally, we accept donations. Yes, guys. So 2njb.com. Slash donate. Yes. Because uh, we need your money. <laughs> <laughs> we really need it. We need it. So help us out. So Any bad. sum counts. Yeah. Especially if it's a big sum. Yes. The bigger, the better. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next time.